Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's time to get concerned because the big guy said he's on point today. When he says he's on point, it's going to be a disaster. The next three hours is going to be a mystery as we welcome you in. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Hope you're having a good week. We're almost there. 29th leap year, whatever that means. Of course, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. It's going to be a struggle today. Three Zins left. Can we get through a full three hours with just three Zins? We shall find out. I want to give you quickly, because I've got something for you, I want to give you the combine schedule. So today in Indy, NFL, defensive linemen, linebackers. Tomorrow you're going to get the DBs and tight ends. On Saturday is the big day. The quarterbacks, Penix, Knicks, McCarthy, are going to participate in the wide receivers and the running backs on Saturday, and then the offensive lineman on Sunday. We'll bring in the big guy, downtown Las Vegas at the D, because I'm going to say this right now. Your New York football giants have the sixth overall pick in the forthcoming draft. If they don't take Roma Dunze, um, you should lose your mind. Now, I don't know if you want a quarterback. The Daniel Jones speculation is going to continue, and I'm just going to tell you this right now. Obviously, I get like fired if I say anybody should go before Marvin Harrison Jr. because of the pedigree. Okay, size, strength, everything. He's, he's his dad plus like four and a half inches. However, Malik Neighbors and Roma Dunze, for me, it's not a discussion. I understand Neighbors is going to run a 4-2-8. I believe Odunze at 6-3 is going to run in the 4-3s. If that happens with his production... And just his explosiveness as well at that size, and you pass on him for the six foot neighbors, that's gonna be on you, big guy. And don't come crawling to me when you pretend that you're Dave Gettleman. You should hear Dustin off the air talking about how he could build the team, he could run VEASAN better. He could he always says he could do things better than everybody. I'm just telling you. I'm putting Roma Dunze with the Giants at six. And if you have an issue with it, I'm sorry. That's just a fact. Well, kind of like your comp with Marvin Harrison Jr. I am also like my dad plus four inches. Uh, But I'd like to add your point about Roma Dunze. He's impossible to comp. I I think people are underestimating how big he's going to measure. He's six foot three. He's got three whole inches on Malik Neighbors. I won't do any more inch stick, I promise. He's so much bigger. He's so much faster. He's a fluid athlete. I like Neighbors, different styles, but the Giants desperately need someone who can stretch the field, pick up those big chunk plays. Look at guys like Tyree Kill. You want players like Jalen Waddle. You want guys you can chuck it downfield. Do they have the quarterback to make those plays? remains to be seen. I'm over defending Daniel Jones here, but they need a playmaker at receiver desperately. Yeah, I would agree with you. Now we'll get back to the NFL, including 
the number is jumping with Atlanta and Fields. It's essentially a done deal. DraftKings is up to 425. Okay, 425 to win a buck on Fields ending up with the Atlanta Falcons. There's a graphic right there. Great job, boys, in the truck. Right now, we've got Larry, Matt, and Reggie. Larry Bird, you're not a donk. Okay, I'll just say that. Oh, one thing for those of you that are hungry. There it is, Larry. What's up? One thing for those of you that are hungry today. Who likes Chipotle? Hands in the air. They're just absolutely slanging free guacamole for leap year or day, whatever it is. If you go to, I think if you go there today, maybe you have to do it on the app. You get free guac. I can't so that's do a it. PSA. Can't do it. It's like JVT made that made that whole deal happen. He's trying to sabotage me. So if I go in there, I'm going to get rice. I'm going to get chips. Can't have guac without chips. But for those that don't know, Dustin's in a weight loss challenge. He'll figure it out. Uh, Dustin, big guy. He's on fire to start. Eight NBA games, 51 college basketball, NHL 12. That's for you, big guy. 12 spring training games, Dustin Sweetelson. And, of course, we've got plenty of family plays to come. We'll get to show business early in the program today. I want to say this. After an 0-3 day, Thomas Gable went 3-0 last night. No plays from the Sports and Racebook director over at the Borgata today. But he is on a 13-4 and four run, which is ridiculous. Uh, right now, Fezzik just chiming in, professional handicapper. He said, well, I can't read the first part, but he said, I'm not into the weight loss. I'm headed to Chipotle. Download the app. I think you got to use it to get the guac, Fez. Dustin Sweetelson, show business. How did we do yesterday? Let's turn the page. Hey, Fez, while you're listening, you want to send over a free play for our audience today? Come on, Fezzik. The pressure's on you. What do we have? Let's go. Well, you mentioned Gable's 3-0 day, 13-4 and run. That's absolutely preposterous. Uh, a new guest on the show made his uh, debut. All college hoops, by the way. All college hoops. Uh, a new guest who made his debut yesterday, Patrick, Chris Ruffalo. How's a 5-0 and debut on Sharp Money for Chris Ruffalo? Uh, I think we're going to have him on again. Banger. Heater. Let's go. Scott Spritzer. Ruffalo. Nice work. 2-1 and one for Scott Spritzer. And the rest of us, so-so. I went 1-2. and two. Halterman went 1-2. and two. But we got... A whole new day of games to, to have a winning record with. I got a nervous Fezzik to my left here texting. Oh. Bubble coming up. Bubble going down. <laughs> bubble coming up. Bubble going down. Will we get a free play from a professional? Let's see. Bubble is currently up right now. Either we're getting a booty call or we're getting a free play. <laughs> That's how I live my life at the end of the I, night. I'll be Am honest, I right? My heart is racing equally for both of those. A free play from Fezzik and a booty call kind of gets me going the same way. Well, Fezzik, at least this one's timely. He's going Cubs 80, under 84 and a half wins <laughs> on the season. <laughs> so that is Fezzik. His brain is irreverent. I wanted to play for today, and he gives you one for nine months from now. He said, Caesar says 85 if you'd like to get a better number than 84 and a half. Could anything encapsulate Steve Fezzik better than that? I'm going to Chipotle, and I'm betting the under on the Cubs 84 and a half season win total. I downloaded the primer. I can't get enough of it. Let's go Woba. <laughs> like, what is that? Can you okay? Now I'm gonna put the test to him. Can you at least send us a play for tonight? Text pastrami. Text one of your boys. Text your network. College basketball, NBA, whatever you got. There's only okay. four million games tonight. <laughs> but the, no, but, but okay. So new betters or new viewers of DraftKings and Visa need to understand something. That's not abnormal for him. No, that's what he does. He does this. He'll go make futures and then he'll put them all in a pile or in a basket at his house. And he doesn't even know what he has. He's just literally picking value. So if somebody's he's at a shop and it's a half game off based on what his number is, he'll fire, put it in his pocket, come home, put it into the drawer. And then at the end of the season, be like, oh, I forgot. I bet the Tigers over whatever the number is. That's what he does. But that's just because it's it's not just it's just it's about the long term for them. It's just the, the, the margins are very slim for a professional and they just keep firing. And that's how it goes. We do have a play from Fezzik today. Ooh. How about this? College basketball, two stars. So don't go crazy. 785. Good job with the rotation number, Fezzik. South Dakota State, pick them. Minus 120. Let's go. South Dakota State, write it down. We'll put it in the picks page as well. Fezzik always contributing. Speaking of contributing... Let's get to today's family videos. What do we have on tap? Big guy. Oh, we got the whole family tree making an appearance. Tyler Shoemaker back with one deep in his bag again. Mike Samich 
Despite hosting the show before us, the Lombardi Line decided to offer us a free play going to one of your favorite cities in America, Patrick, for the game. Uh, Alan Bell. Well, hold on. Is that, did you say Samich? Is that Larry? Is that a Samo bomb? I believe. Donk? Samo bomb? Is it? <laughs> it's a double. It's a donk and a I think it bomb. Is. Oh, hey. Yeah, I put that on Larry. Donk. Look at him. <laughs> Now, I think he hosted the Samich line right before us, as you just mentioned. And how is this guy working that hard? He's writing articles over at vsin.com. He's hosting Lombardi line and he's sending us a video. Let's go. Keep grinding, Samich. What else? Different beast. Alan Bell, back on the show. You want to bet college baseball? Haven't uh, dipped your toes into the water yet? Well, he's got one for you. He's going to the mountains with the Mormons, or as we were corrected yesterday, the LDSs, a play on BYU-Gonzaga. And then finally, LDS is what I think I took when I went to raves back in the day <laughs> in downtown Detroit and saw Eminem standing on a milk carton, wrapping into a PA that looked like it was Fisher Price. That's what an LDR was for me. Go ahead. LDS. And then uh, Sir William of Hill uh, has a play in college basketball in the Big Ten, and you can hear him on the Should Have Bet More podcast. Will Hill dropping a vid for you. So we got four family videos to get to this afternoon. Okay, Donkey Kong. Let's see. A couple of things. We're getting into what happened last night in college hoops. I've got a bubble watch. Essentially, essentially, if your conference is up, I've got your teams in. I've got your teams out. Just quickly wanted to cycle back to the fields conversation. So on February 13th over at DraftKings, 6-1 to one on fields landing with the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Yesterday, we sat down to do sharp money and fields was minus. This is how volatile this market is. It's hilarious. Yesterday, minus 250 fields to go to the Falcons. Now, remember, a lot of this sprung from two nights ago. There was a video. I think he was wearing slides or Crocs. He was definitely wearing sweats and he had no shirt on. And he was dancing around a house with his manager filming it. And somebody in the background said, you're going home. You're going home. Go ahead. You can finish the song. But so again, Shout he's, out from, Skyler Gray. Skyler he's Gray? from Atlanta. So if you're, if you're not looking for edges like that in little social videos, you're just not doing this right. There's edges to be found everywhere. And if Fields' manager is yelling at him, you're going home. Well, home is Atlanta. So they jumped up. Now they're up to minus 425. And there's a lot of reasons to like this. He's going to go in a dome. He gets a restart. He's got a good offensive line with Atlanta. Raheem Morris is a guy that just sat with Sean McVay. I know he's running the defense. He brought Zach Robinson over. He's got good weapons in Bijan in London and Kyle Pitts. There are a lot of reasons to think if you have the right system with fields. Now, you can argue until you're blue in the face whether or not you think he ultimately can win you a Super Bowl. However, right system, there's opportunities here for fields. Yeah, and if he goes there, he's going to be schemed up. And just leaving Chicago is a win for Justin Fields at this point where it look, you can put some of it on fields, but he has not been developed properly. I don't think anyone can argue with that. It's best for both parties to walk away. But when you look at his tenure in Chicago, they never really formatted their offense around what he can do. Antonio Pierce may have tipped his hand what Las Vegas is going to do. Brandon Bean general manager of the Bills talking about moving up for a quarterback, but next, last night was awesome in college hoops. We'll recap and get to tonight's slate. Sharp Money. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could. Maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like, that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Cre- Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, 
Lil Dirk, and you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you? T- why are you tell me see the whole time? <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is, I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, have you checked out our baseball betting primer? Maybe some nuggets in there. That compared to Fezzik's under 84 and a half on the Cubs. Check out World Series future analysis. Also, how to bet on spring training games. The pros do profit there using sabermetrics in Major League Baseball betting. Download for free right now. It's a lot of information for free. It's going to help you. VEASAN.com slash guy. Look, the one thing about the slug that is 162 with a full slate every single day in baseball it's kind of the tortoise and the hare thing, but you have to have a system because you'll get overwhelmed handicapping every day. So find yourself a system. You plug and play. You can throw out certain games before you even start capping, and it makes it streamlined. Use the baseball betting primer to do so. As we welcome you back here on Sharp Money, thrilled to have you. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. The big guy? Downtown Las Vegas at the D, who is a donk, Larry. We've got Justin Mello coming up, the Draft Network, in just about 29 minutes. Looking forward to that. We've got plenty to talk about when it comes to the draft, including a broken down the wide receiver. Wide receivers, actually, and the running back. So we'll get to that. Josh Applebaum. Applebaum is back. Applebottom. Aaron Halterman, racing dudes, part of the family here. And Matt McCall, former Chattanooga and UMass head coach, now part of NBC's Field the 68, is going to join to talk some college hoops. Right now, let's do this. Let's give out some plays. We've got a billion plays to give out today. We've got an all-star lineup. Mike Somich, Tyler Shoemaker, Will Hill, Alan Bell with videos. Steve Fezzik, professional handicapper, just said take South Dakota State tonight. Minus 120 on the pick'em. And Dustin, I think we're going to start with the hardest working man in sports betting. Again, hosted the Lombardi line preceding us. Somehow still found time. Mike Samich to send us a video for the video of the family play, which is it's pretty incredible work ethic. I do appreciate that. Yeah, and he's not just throwing a basic game at you. He's going to the holy city where the camels are invading. This is Mike Samich's Sharp Money Family Play of the Day. 
What's up, everybody? Mike Samich back with another Sharp Money play of the day. Going to head back to the hardwood here. Go Campbell versus College of Charleston. Uh, this one is, for me, a play off that Campbell big win. They won in double overtime against UNC Wilmington and stormed the court at home last time. Now they got to travel to College of Charleston, who is a very good basketball team. College of Charleston laying 15 and a half. Sounds like a, like a big number, but I think we get a down effort from Campbell. And if you look at the time that these two teams played in the past, it was a 90 to 67 win for College of Charleston. Charleston at Campbell and Campbell shot 47% from three. I don't think they replicate that three point performance. I think they're flat today. Let's lay the wood here with college of Charleston minus 15 and a half. Charleston. Samo bomb. Now Larry just did them dirty. I'll just say this. Samo <laughs> just wrote that laughing emoji. <laughs> so I told him, I was like, Hey, thanks for the work ethic. Appreciate you sending over a video, which you just handed us the college of Charleston winner. We're going to chalk it up as a winner already. I said, make sure you check out the video coming back from break. We got a little surprise for you. And Samo said, Oh, more shade coming from you and Dustin. First off, it's never me. It's always the big guy. I'm just along for the ride. And secondly, that's on Larry. The superimposed backward hat over the eyebrows, that's on Larry back in the back in the closet. It's on Larry. Mike's the one who showed up and put it on to do a video one day and decided to use the excuse of I was doing home improvement. Hello, he was doing hat. home improvement. There was a reason for the hat. Why don't you lay off the guy? He was hanging. <laughs> well, hold on. We can't just be throwing a cap on me. <laughs> no cap. Although that doesn't look bad. It's probably better than the hair. Let's be honest. I got a penny stock I could sell you. Uh, let's be the home improvement. We later learned he hung a drape. <laughs> I've been, I, I gotta tell you, I've had a couple like moments where I had nothing going on, just thinking for a minute. I'm still trying to understand the rationale behind. I was doing home improvements, that's why I was wearing a hat. I haven't connected the dots yet. Well, just keep thinking about it. I'll take over from here, big okay, guy. Thanks. Auburn, Tennessee last night. <laughs> Three great games that I want to highlight, Dustin. I don't know if you were on with your weight loss to college hoops last night, but Auburn and Tennessee was awesome. Auburn on the road, again, home away for Auburn's a little different story, but they were up eight midway through the second, and Dalton Connect happened. Now, he's not going to win the Wooden. I keep on calling it the Naismith. He's not going to win the Wooden because Edie's like minus 2,500, but Connect's 25 to one along with RJ Davis at 25 to one. This Dalton Connect is going to be a star in the NBA. If you haven't watched him play, he's this dude that can stroke it. He can create his own shot. Check this out, Dustin. 39 points. That's a career career high for the Tennessee forward. He had 27 in the second half. He outscored Auburn over the final 12 minutes, 25 to 22, to ensure the win for Tennessee, 92 to 84. He's freaking ridiculous. All kidding aside, Connect is the type of dude that can win you a national championship. Because when he gets going like he did in the second half last night in Knoxville, it's wild. Kind of like the fact that Dustin is dying currently at the D in Las Vegas. Are you okay? I'm choking on nothing. I didn't even eat anything. I intentionally didn't bring food today. I'm just sitting here coughing. trying. Well, I'm choking, and it's ironic because there's two coaches in that game you're recapping last night that choke in March a lot. Rick Barnes and Bruce <laughs> <laughs> and people are bad. really high on both of those teams. <laughs> it, look, I know you love Connect. You're not really a Bruce Pearl guy, but do you think either of these teams end up in the Final Four? I know you think Tennessee can, can Auburn. Yeah, absolutely. Auburn's freaking loaded. The one thing I will say about Connect last night, because I'm watching, I'm like, are they zoning? Are they throwing man? Are they blitzing him? They did everything to stop him in the second half and the final 12 minutes. Again, not a big deal outscored Auburn 25 to 22 over the final 12. That kid's a stud. Big win for Tennessee. They remain a game back in the SEC of Alabama. Next, South Carolina, Texas A&M. Lamont Parrish is going to win the SEC coach of the year, and he should. Night, excuse me. 70 to 68 over AM. Zach Davis had a huge layup with three seconds left to go. The winner, your boy and Jeezy the dog, were off the couch actually celebrating Gamecock basketball when the bucket went in. Michi Johnson, my boy, 22 points. South Carolina was in. This is a team that, seriously, they were in charge of this game. They were up 32 to 29 at the break. They were better inside the whole entire game. I just thought they were the tougher team. Texas AM, out of the tournament right now. Good luck with that, Buzz. Next, I, well, hold, the third I, and final game. I think you're underselling Lamont Paris. I think he's national coach of the year. 
No, that's Sprinkle at Utah State. He you should. Love you love him. The story is incredible. Parrish, is, he is going to get some votes. I, you know what? You're, you're not off. That's an interesting question. We should think about that. We should suss that out. South Carolina, Utah State, there's some great stories this year. There really are. Because it's wide open. And that's what makes, makes it exciting. Now, speaking of wide open, if, even if you're not wide open, Alabama's going to shoot a three in your eyeball. And you just have to pray they don't go in. Alabama is by far the most exciting team to watch. Whatever Nate Oates is doing, it's incredible. So check this out. Alabama and good one on Gable, five, five and a half, an easy cover, 103.88. Why is that important? They were down 42 to 39 at the break. The game was tied with nine minutes to go, Dustin, and they won by my math, 15 points. Because Mark Sears, obviously, he could be SEC player of the year along with Connect. He had 21. Uh, Estrada had 15. The freshman, Stevenson, who's awesome, had 14. But they shot 37 threes and made 15. That's all they do. And when they start going in, it's kind of like an avalanche. You could just start to see Mississippi. The, you could see the life getting sucked out of them. There was a point where they made in consecutive times down the floor three three-pointers in a row, and you could just tell Mississippi was dispirited. Plus, Bama, who had trouble the last two games rebounding the basketball, out-rebounded Mississippi on their wood. So that was a debilitating loss for Mississippi, who's lost five of six. And Alabama sit atop the SEC. I believe if Oates wins it, will that be three SEC titles in six years? It's not bad for a dude that just a few years ago was coaching in Inkster, Michigan at a high school, went to Buffalo, and now is at a big-time program in Alabama. Great game last night at Ole Miss. He won the SEC regular <laughs> season in 21 and 23, so that'd be three and four years. Three and four? I said six. That's right. He hasn't even been there six years. Three and four years? Last time I checked, the SEC's kind of loaded. Hello. Kentucky's Kentucky, there. Tennessee, Florida. We can keep going. That is a hell of a job by Oates. And now I know that old school people get frustrated with them because of the way they play. They hit their free throws last night and they hit 40% from three. If Bama's hitting 40% from three or above, they're going to win a basketball game. Shock. Well, and, Shocker. And they're going to run. I don't care how good your offense is. They're going to try and run you to death. And do you have the depth that they have to keep up with them? My question for March would be. You know, that, first, that angle in the first round of the NCAA tournament is always, well, they're playing with different sight lines and some of these different arenas. With them so reliant on the three, could that point. hurt them early? That's a good point. And what Dustin's talking about is equilibrium. You know, pros will always tell you they get to these cavernous places when they go on like location to start the tournament into the final four, into the finals where they're used to smaller gyms. You start having the backgrounds a little discombobulating and shooting the basketball with the sight lines. Not exactly, not exactly precise. So tremendous point by you. We shall see as Alabama. Look, if we're being clear, if we're being honest, it's anybody's to grab right now. I, I think it was Will Hill who said he had eight teams, eight add 10. I got 18 teams because if you're telling me FAU and San Diego State were in the final four last year, there's 18 teams that can win it this year. We're back with the NFL and the combine next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, you can use the code SHARP and get a discount on a yearly subscription to become a VEASAN Pro. It's annual, of course. Check it out right now, vsan.com slash subscribe. Now, what do you get? Everything. Kitchen sink. The daily best bets. Now, again, I like to say if you're signing up for $199 for $365, we give 20 picks a day on this show. Think about how many picks you're going to get from the other shows. So that's a lot of picks. You can decide if you want to uh, follow or fade. So vcin.com slash subscribe. Betting splits, which is very popular, probably second to the bets over at vcin.com. Betting systems to create your own. Plus, we've got our upcoming March Madness bracket betting guide coming out in just a bit. Remember, you have to use that promo code SHARP to get your first year of VEASAN Pro access for $199. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. Kind of an interesting night. As we welcome you back here, I'm Patrick Maher, Dustin Sweetelson, live from downtown Las Vegas at the D in college basketball. Just because, you know, Gonzaga plays tonight. We're going to get to the NFL right here, but Gonzaga plays tonight. They're 23, but I, I've got them last four in 
as far as the tournament, which would be fascinating. Now, they close out the season with San Francisco tonight. San Francisco is having a great year. I think they're laying four and a half, five-ish, the Zags on the road. And then they close with St. Mary's. So they can certainly help their resume and, of course, the tournament. But the Zags have made the last eight Sweet 16s. The Zags have not missed the tournament in this century. In fact, you'd have to go back to 98 the last time the Zags missed out on the tournament. So few and Gonzaga, a big game coming up tonight at San Francisco. We'll have that one coming up as far as a handicap in just a bit. But we transition to the draft. I'm seeing a bunch of videos. We told you defensive linemen and the linebackers. It's draft season and it's combine season because the 40s are popping up. <laughs> just dudes running 40s in my feed nonstop. You know what? It feels good to see it as well. The quarterbacks, the wide receivers, and the running backs on Saturday, that's a big day for the NFL Network because that's the one day people will kind of settle in, see what's happening with Penix Jr., see what's happening with Nick, see what's happening with McCarthy. Now, the question is, what's going to happen at number one? We know... It's pretty much a foregone conclusion that the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields to the Atlanta Falcons. So they're going to take a quarterback at one. Presumably, everybody has Caleb Williams, USC star, going one to the Bears. Not everybody. Okay. And this is what happens when you have so much time to dissect and so much time for speculation to kind of pop up and titillate, including our buddy Dan Orlovsky. Let's go ahead and roll it. I have not thought that Caleb Williams was a lock at number one because I thought Drake May would be the guy. I was wrong in that. Jaden Daniels should be the guy. If I were the Chicago Bears right now, I would take Jaden Daniels out of LSU. That is not a knock on Caleb Williams. That is a plus in Jaden Daniels. I think number one, when you watch all these guys play, the best thrower, the best guy against man coverage, ball placement-wise, is Jaden Daniels. Number two, when we're talking about explosive play, like guys who have to throw the ball downfield, what does it look like? Jaden Daniels throws the ball best downfield and then number three who's got the best pocket piece when i say piece it's p-e-a-c-e all these guys are athletic it's no longer like this plus every one of these guys has that attribute the patience and the piece within the pocket he's the best at um candidly i think when it comes to what guy had the best game none of these guys games compared to Jaden daniels against florida Dustin, you're holding up your finger. How I was just I was just saying it's almost done. That, I was just letting you know. Now, we've got somebody knocking at the studio. They'll go away. The interesting part about this is Jaden Daniels at six foot four. I think what most people are going to be concerned about is his slender figure. Now, he talked about him throwing the best deep ball in the draft. I've got that as Penix Jr. I will say this as far as level one and two, I would say, of course, Jaden Daniels is right there with anybody else. He just has a command. I, I think the injuries could be a concern. He's off the charts athletic. And another thing, he started, what, 55 games in college, so over five seasons. But I, I'll just say it's not like he's much older. Drake May is going to be turning 22 and Jaden Daniels just turned 23 in December. So, it's not, you know, there's a year and a half difference. Drake May is going to be 22 in August. So there's a year and a half difference there. I've got I've got Daniels well ahead of Drake May. I'm not going to argue that the conversation about Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels, I think, is an interesting one. Uh, I think innately. Now, the leadership is awesome from Daniels and the growth from Arizona State to LSU and the tutelage of Brian. It, it, it's you know, Kelly has been spectacular because Dustin, if you told me watching him, I went to Vegas when Wisconsin played Arizona state in a bowl game and his teammates couldn't stand him. I'm talking about Jaden Daniels, his teammates like repelled. He was standing by himself at Allegiant stadium on the sideline. And now you could say coming into the draft, he's the best leader of the quarterbacks. Everybody talks glowingly about this kid. The Daniels glow up is legit. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are stuck with what they saw his first two years at Arizona State, but you were watching a freshman and a sophomore, a true freshman and true sophomore, and you have to factor that in. I mean, and to your point, the uh, the teammates at Arizona State packed up his locker, and it was on video when they found out he was transferring to LSU. Look, we can knock a lot of these guys. That's right. I, yeah, you can knock these guys. There's, there's knocks on all of them for Caleb. 
Caleb had so many like broken big type plays. You wonder about the intermediate stuff we talked about the other day, just the basic slants and like throwing guys open on regular routine NFL type plays, not these elongated college plays where he's running around back there in the backfield. So uh, you can knock that for him. For Jaden Daniels, you can knock that he had two number one wide receivers he was throwing to. They're going to get picked in the first round, potentially in the top 20 of the draft this year. You can knock that. I think when I look at the, the difference between drafting Caleb Williams for the Bears or Jaden Daniels, Ryan Poles gets fired if he doesn't draft the upside of Caleb Williams. But that doesn't mean Jaden Daniels is not the better prospect. Here's what's going to happen with Jaden Daniels. And I'm going to talk about the Raiders right now for a second because Antonio Pierce. Now, I don't want to play the clip because it could be a little misconstrued, but he said wherever we draft and they're drafting 13th, the Las Vegas Raiders, we have to get our guy. And he was alluding to the quarterback, Aiden O'Connell. Nobody's pretending even Aiden O'Connell that he's going to be the starter next year for the Raiders. Now, the Antonio Pierce connection to Jaden Daniels, hello, Arizona State is real. I think fields at 12 to 1 right now in Vegas while 450 or 425 to Atlanta would say that's dead, eh, maybe, because here's the thing. They don't have the assets, the Raiders, to move up to two or one, but I think they could move up a bit if they, well, put it this way. I think they could tell polls, here's what we have over the next few years and have enough value and enough assets to grab fields. That's what I'd say about that. The interesting thing here is, I think as the draft grows closer, and I think after this weekend is over, I don't think the conversation is going to be Caleb or Drake anymore. I think it's literally going to be Jaden or Caleb. I think Drake May is going to continue to fall. It's not just Merrill Hodge that has questions. And certainly there are just as many supporters of Drake May. I'm not pretending like there aren't. But the Drake May conversation is very polarizing. While Jaden Daniels, he's kind of under the radar. There aren't many people saying negative things. The one negative you point to with Jaden Daniels is the slender build. However, he was super reliable in college with 55 starts across five seasons. I think you're on to something here. I think there is a sleeper element to the Raiders and Justin Fields. I know a lot of people have said Russell Wilson to the Raiders. I think they want a little more pop than there than that. I think they want some more explosiveness than that. And I think for the Raiders, they should drive up that price for the Falcons. Make the Falcons pay more. You're all competing to find a quarterback. Make the Falcons pay the top price possible. Make a great offer. The Steelers are in the mix as well. But I think the Raiders are interesting. Also, he'd be coming into a situation where day one, he has Devontae Adams to throw to. I mean, that's as good as it gets. For Atlanta, they could balk at the price if it gets too steep because they have a little bit of cap room. They can go buy a quarterback they think they can you know convince a Kirk Cousins or someone else who hits the market to come there I think they have a couple different ways they can approach this for the Raiders I like that 12 to 1 as a sleeper play for Justin Fields to end up there I, I don't think they're completely out of the sweepstakes what's the number on May going three because it. he's going to be a Patriot reports out today the Patriots are not just leaning but pretty much going to stick at three and take a quarterback at three I think Drake May is going to be there I think you've got it from DraftKings yeah so Jaden Daniels is slightly favored at plus 140 Drake May is plus 150 so you're splitting hairs there with the number yep. the one note I thought was interesting when it comes to number one overall pick odds obviously Caleb Williams is minus 1000 to be the first pick in the draft but Drake May is second on the board at six to one. Jaden Daniels is third at eight to one. I thought that's interesting because I think everyone's kind of assuming Jaden Daniels would be the second pick, but Drake May is higher than Daniels to be the first pick. Obviously, Williams still the heavy favorite. Long way to go until the draft. A lot of conversation. Jaden Daniels will be that dude talked about. As is it Caleb or is it Jaden? And then Drake May is going to go three. That's my assumption to the New England Patriots. That's what I've got right now. Now, Caleb most likely going to go to Chicago. Jaden Daniels. We had Mr. Quinn on yesterday playing the clip of the word association where he was asked about Daniels on the sports junkies. And he said, game changer. Many people reading into it. You can do what you want with that information. Caleb Williams is from D.C. I can assure you of this. If Caleb Williams is on the board at two, the commanders, the card will be in the commissioner's hand before you can blink. We're coming back with Justin Mello on the draft. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. 
What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the DraftKings app and use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Dustin Sweetelson, Justin Mello, one of the best to do it. A lot of mocks and a lot of draft coverage. Justin is right up there. The Draft Network NFL Draft Analyst. You can find Justin on Twitter at Justin M underscore NFL. We say hi to Justin and thank you for the time. We'll get to the quarterbacks in due time in just a second here. But today, the defensive linemen and linebackers, Justin, are there a couple of names we should pay attention to? Well, Florida State's Braden Fisk has been an early winner throughout the, the, the early part of it here. I mean, lower body explosion, highest vertical jump, 33 and a half inches, best broad jump so far of the day, nine foot nine. And then he runs the 40 in four, seven, eight in his first attempt. So those are the, he's first place in all three categories for the defensive lineman. So that's really impressive. And, you know, he was a guy I had earmarked coming in. Um, into this process was really impressive at the senior bowl had a really good year at Florida state transferred there from a lower level program proved that he could play in a bigger conference with bigger competition. This guy's six foot six, two ninety two. you know, to give you an idea of how great those results are, that's 91st percentile or better in all three categories, historically among all defensive tackles, since we've been tracking this sort of stuff, um, athletically. So really impressive start to the day here for Braden Fisk. 
Justin, on Saturday, the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs are going to participate in the combine. Obviously, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be the first wide receiver off the board. Is there going to be, after the combine, legit debate over Roma Dunze and Malik Neighbors as the second off the board? Well, I believe Neighbors isn't testing either, just like Marvin Harrison Jr. They're deciding to sit out that process. I like that Roma Dunze uh, has said, you know what? Then here's an opportunity for me because he is going to test. He's going to be the best wide receiver um, in Indianapolis that's going through the entire process. So I kind of like that strategy. You're seeing a lot of top guys, right, especially at quarterback and those top two at receivers, sort of sitting out this process, waiting for the pro day, we get why it's a bit more of a controlled environment for them in a familiar setting, right? A training facility that they've spent the last few years doing this uh, sort of stuff in. So I like that Roma Dunze. I said, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of my opportunity. He's been training with the best of the best. I believe we lost just Justin, I'm sorry. We lost you for a second. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Roma Dunze taking advantage of the opportunity, right, to be the, the, the best receiver in Indy going through this process, right? I'm very familiar with the group that he's been training with, his agency. They put him in a great position throughout this process. So I don't know how much debate there's going to be if you talk to teams around the league. Some of them have Malik Neighbors as their wide receiver one. Uh, I, I think both him and Marvin Harrison Jr. come off the board in the top six or seven picks. But I think Adunze comes off the board right after, certainly within the top ten. And are there rumors that Adunze could potentially run in the high four threes? I mean, I think that would be a stunning result for him and a guy of his size. Right. I, I would be, I, I'm not expecting him to run in the high four threes. That would really be eye opening. I think anything mid four fours, even early four fives, I'll tell you, it wouldn't concern me with his evaluation, not one bit, because you see the type of dominant vertical playmaker that he is on tape. He's got a little T. Higgins to his game, right? Where he makes those big plays down the field. It's not always through getting, you know, three, four, five yards of separation sometimes he's got half a yard of separation but he's just so dominant physically that that's enough for him he's really hard to contest with at the catch point so don't put a whole unless he runs you know mid four sixes which he's not going to or worse don't put too much stock into the numbers if they're you know early four fives mid four fours he's a really good player and you'll see that next year in the nfl Justin Mello, the Draft Network, NFL Draft Analyst. Give me two receivers you've got your eye on. You wrote about receivers that can raise their stock at the draft. Give me two names. Yeah, there are a couple that are really flying under the radar that I think have a chance to have a great week. One of them is at Pittsburgh, uh, Bub Means. What an interesting journey this guy is taking, okay? He arrived at Tennessee as a defensive back, transfers to Louisiana Tech, makes the switch to receiver, you know, still doesn't quite find his footing. He enters the transfer portal again, and he finds his footing at Pittsburgh. This year, uh, 41 catches for 721 yards, six touchdowns. That means he averaged 17 and a half yards per catch. That's an explosive number. They're expecting him to run in the low to mid four threes, and that vertical jump is going to be around 40 inches. That'll be some of the best numbers among all receivers there. And he's a big guy, by the way. We already got the verified measurements at the Shrine Bowl. Six foot, 222 pounds. Uh, I'm expecting him to have one hell of a weekend. And another name that's flying under the radar that I don't think will be after this week is Ryan Flournoy. He's a small school receiver, Southeast Missouri State. Uh, he was at the Senior Bowl. Not a lot of small school guys were there this year. There's a reason this kid was. He's run the 40 uh, documented in 435. Uh, that's hand laser time, so that's fairly accurate. He also ran the L drill, some call it the three code, in 6.66. Now, we'll see if he's able to replicate these results, but just to give you a reminder, that 6.66 three code, everyone lost their mind last year when Jackson Smith and Jigba, an eventual first-round pick, ran a 6.57. If Ryan Flowernoy comes anywhere close to that, which uh, indication is that he will, it's going to be the best results among all participating receivers in the L drill. So this is a small school guy that's not going to be flying under the radar for much longer.
Justin, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy are going to participate on Saturday. The three of them. Tell me what the expectations are and what you're looking for. Well, I think all three of them are going to have really good days, right? I mean, again, when you're throwing the ball in an environment like this, there's no pass rush. It's a very you know calm environment. You better have a good day. In fact, I always say it's more newsworthy when you have a bad day than you have a good day, right? Because you're supposed to have a good day. So I think for J.J. especially – Uh, He's the consensus top-ranked quarterback that's participating. So similar to what I said earlier about Roma Dunze, where good on him for taking advantage of this opportunity. Okay, Caleb Williams, uh, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, they're not throwing. I'm going to go out there and throw. You know, he's fresh off a national championship victory. Everyone's expecting him to go in the top 10. You got teams that are rumored to be trying to trade up into the top 10 for him. You look at Minnesota, Atlanta, Denver, Atlanta already in the top 10, but still might have to move up to get him. And a team like Minnesota and, and Denver, who are right outside the top 10, certainly would have to move up to get him. Uh, I, I think with him, it's more intriguing because he didn't throw the ball a whole lot at Michigan. We know what that offense was like under Jim Harbaugh, run heavy offense. So I think you're more curious to see him throw the ball. With Michael Penix, I mean, what uh, the guy led the nation like two years in a row right and throwing yards touchdown passes that was a pass happy offense and he routinely showcased outstanding touch outstanding velocity and extremely a a deadly accurate deep ball so with him i don't think you should be surprised he's going to look really good throwing the football with jj mccarthy i think there's a little more to it because of how run heavy michigan was justin i just have two minutes the buzz you're hearing in indy is it a lock caleb's going one Uh, That is the expectation, yes. Uh, And I think it will be to the Chicago Bears. I think you'll see something uh, uh, formulate rather quickly with Justin Fields. I don't expect him to be there much longer. Two years in a row with the number one pick. Uh, Of course, you know, this year as a result of the deal with the Panthers, they didn't, you know, they were a better team than the number one pick, but to pass on a quarterback two years in a row, there's more that goes into this decision. You know, it's also about resetting the clock at quarterback with Justin. I think he had a really good year, strong second half, especially, but there are still some questions out there. If he's your franchise guy, when you're three, four years into it, that's not a great sign. It's extension time for him. Do you want to give him a contract that's worth 45 million a year, 40, 45 million a year when you have a chance to reset the clock with an outstanding quarterback prospect and Caleb Williams, get him on a four year control deal. You've got the fifth year option. That buys you a lot of time, right? Again, especially when the other quarterback still has questions and it's now time to hand him an extension. So, yeah, the buzz is that Caleb Williams is going number one overall and that it's going to happen with the Chicago Bears, not through a trade. 30 seconds, Justin. I want your opinion. If you're drafting for the commanders, are you taking Jaden Daniels or Drake May? I got a slightly higher grade than Drake May. I I understand the argument for both. I'm a big fan of both. With Drake, the stuff that he's done the last couple of years, the dual threat ability to throw the football uh, and escape the pocket. We know uh, Jaden's an outstanding athlete, probably the best athlete in this class at quarterback. I'm just a bit more comfortable with the with the with the window that I've seen Drake May perform in. I think if I was Washington at number two, May would be the quarterback for me. We're gonna we're gonna talk to you after the combine. That's tremendous, Justin Mello, the Draft Network NFL Draft Analyst. A ton of information at Justin M underscore NFL. Thank you, Justin. You know where to find me, guys. Okay, buddy. Josh Applebaum is next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. 
try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.